0: Don't you just love it when you can confidently say that someone has your back? Hi, Dave Lee here, and that's the feeling I have with UCARE. Anytime I call them up with a Medicare question, I know without a doubt that a real person will answer, and they will work through my issues no matter how long it takes, and they won't hang up until I completely understand what's going on. Their people and customer service are second to none, and it's why UCARE has people-powered health plans. Don't hesitate to reach out to UCARE for help. Learn more at UCARE.org Medicare. This paid endorsement brought to you by UCARE. Today on My First Concert No, no, but uh, now currently I think someone's not feeling well or something And so I think they've had to find a different opening band
1: Steve Miller Band opened up for uh, several shows And then uh, I think now it's the Doobie Brothers
0: The Doobie Brothers just opened for them And so they've got to get filling So I don't know when they come to the Twin Cities here next week Next weekend they're here I don't know who's opening for them This week 17th, when is that?
2: That's this weekend Yeah. Yeah Time's flying, <laughs> Friday. Dave. Friday. It is flying.
0: Uh, uh, Dave,
1: next week it's Thanksgiving. I know. <laughs> when, how did that happen? I'm thankful for you, Davide.
0: I wouldn't <laughs> know too, that. Me too, Dave. Yeah. Me too. Welcome back, everybody. Dave Lee here with Davide Razzo. Davide, nice to see you again. Great to see you, Dave. We have a very special guest here. I'm going to look forward to this uh, today, as we always do. But she's going to bring some special highlights. I know that. It's all brought to you by the Minnesota Propane Association, by Aquarius Home Services, here from the AquariusHomeServices.com studio, by UCARE, by the Chan Hassan Dinner Theaters, and, of course, by our bank here at starbank.net. And you can download this on Apple, Spotify, TalkNorth.com, wherever you get your podcasts. And TalkNorth.com has a lot of them. Including our friend Don, who's a good friend of our guest, Benita Sakar, who now hosts the CCO Morning Show. You've seen her on TV as an anchor on uh, broadcast on KSTP. And of course, I saw her years ago on uh, a CBS affiliate back in Fargo-Moorhead a long time ago. So, Vanita, how are you? This is
2: so cool, Dave. Thank you so much for having me here. It's so fun to be on your podcast and actually be interviewed by the legendary Dave Lee.
0: Well, yeah, I apologize for all of that, but let me start this with the name of the podcast. And you're a big music fan. Your husband's a pretty good guitar player. Well, he's real good. I'm not pretty good. He's real good. <laughs> But tell me about your first concert. What was it? Where was it?
2: I grew up in Overland Park, Kansas. Mm -hmm. So this
0: was... Down in Kansas City area. Down in
2: Kansas City. It's a suburb. Mm -hmm. And it was 1983 between my freshman and sophomore year of high school. Mm -hmm. And it was Journey. It was awesome. Kemper Arena. And I was so excited. Went with some friends. And that was just the ultimate. Because you think about mid 80s early to mid 80s journey was it
0: yeah oh yeah no doubt
2: and to be able to see them live and in a concert and just be in a huge arena like that I still remember the chills I got just hearing uh, hearing them and just being able to see them live
0: Kemper Arena you just made me think about I went I drove down to see an NCAA tournament game back in the day when these things weren't filling up and uh, so they had there I think they were hosting must have been a regional obviously we just had to drive down and and see a game. And so I was in Camp Arena. It was a big old building.
2: It was a big old building and they'd do rodeos there too. Yeah. Yeah. Not,
0: not a very pretty building. No, I it, right. it
2: wasn't. <laughs> no. But back in the- day. I mean, what did we know? Yeah. Yeah, We didn't
0: know pretty buildings.
2: Exactly. Now they're all fancy schmancy. Okay.
0: So what do you remember about that show with Journey? Were you in love with the lead singer like a lot of people were?
2: Of course. Of course. And I just think of, you think of the music of Journey. Those were the songs that we danced to in middle school and high school. You know, the slow dances, the rock and dances, all (laughs) of that. It was just Journey was the soundtrack of my youth. And so to be able to see them live and just be a part of it and be in that crowd was just incredible. And that just started me on this path of loving live music. There is nothing like, whether it's a small club or a big arena, I love live music.
0: That's a while back, but did he come down, uh, uh, the lead singer, uh, Stephen Perry, Perry, did he come down in a cage in a, tuxedo, something like that, in that concert? Oh, my
2: gosh. You have a really good memory. I can't recall that far (laughs) back. How in the world would you remember that? Well, he had
0: kind of a signature deal, but I don't know how often or what years he did that for sure, but...
2: You have a much better memory than I do. I don't recall specifically what he did. I just remember him being just so mesmerizing. And you know what's great is I've seen Journey since then with that fill-in lead singer. Armel Pineda. Yeah, he does a pretty good job. I think he does. Just sounding like him, I think he does a pretty good job. But yeah, Stephen Perry was one of
0: a kind. Think about that pressure. Uh, You're going to substitute for Stephen Perry, you know. Oh. Okay, Babe Ruth's gone. You're going to hit for Babe Ruth. I mean, it was <laughs> it's so similar true. in a way, I suppose. It's
2: a two Well, I just saw Queen, and you had Adam Lambert. He's really good. Yeah, I've seen yeah, him perform. With him. Isn't, isn't he something? Isn't he incredible? And my, I know my husband was a little skeptical going into it and thought I'm, he's going to go in with an open mind. But to see him do those songs and do it in a way where he wasn't just trying to do and be the old queen. He brought his own element to it. Uh, and that concert was fantastic recently.
0: Yeah. So he is respectful to the, to uh, Freddie Mercury and the current, the guys that are in the band that's, that were in the band originally as well. Big
2: time, uh, big time. I and mean, there was a really nice moment in that queen concert recently where they gave a tribute to Freddie Mercury. Mm-hmm. And and there's so much of that. There was, yeah, they're very, so very Brian different.
0: May. Is that who I'm thinking of? Yes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. And those guys really can still rock. That's what's, amazing about them as mm-hmm. as as they're getting up there in age and those guys could still rock
0: yeah yeah adam lambert got it done I'm, i was with your husband i'm gonna you know reserve judgment open mind which you know seems to be kind of a lost cause these days it anywhere did. you go but you go open mind and say well i gotta give him a chance and just blew it out of the water he, he was really just did. so good
1: he wow really and i think you know they've uh those bands like queen or, or even journey when they hired these singers, they you, you can't replace a Freddie Mercury. No. So they 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 knew when they hired Adam Lambert what they were getting and, and that's it was never a goal to replace yeah. uh, Freddie Mercury or even Journey. Arnold wasn't there to replace Steve Perry. No. It was just to interpret the songs. Uh, and they do a good know, job. Yeah, yeah that's all you. Yeah.
2: That, and just like me, try you can't replace a Dave Lee on the WCCO Morning oh, yeah. News. You,
0: yeah. I yes, just you do can. the
2: best I can yeah. okay. to bring my own element to it. See? <laughs> See, there is a comparison there for sure. All, all right. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to get my boots on here and take a break. <laughs> take a deep breath and wait a
0: minute. Uh, I do want to, Vanita's coming back, and we have a couple of bands in common I know that we both like a lot that she's been to, so I'm going to bring that up with her in just a minute when she returns. Vanita Sak, our host of the CCO Radio Morning News, and also, of course, you've seen her on TV a million times, and long time at Star Tribune, too, I might add, as well. Hey, uh, speaking of long time at a job, Michael Brindisi has been running the Chanhassen Theater as a creative director for years. Michael, of course, a performer in his own right back in the day... And um, Jersey Boys is on the main stage right now, so go to ChanhassenDT.com to get your tickets. But I would say this. Uh, Michael's passionate about every show he does. I've never seen him do a bad one. I haven't. And this one might rank. It's got to be in the top five of all that he's ever done, and they've all been great. You just read the reviews. You'll understand that. But this one has passion because and I've mentioned this many times but he's of course from Philadelphia originally and he he did what the jersey boys did singing in the shadows of the street lights down on the streets singing a cappella so what he the passion he has for this Musical is even more than normal it's about the four seasons frankie valley it's a great story the music's unbelievable uh you're gonna love it but the job they're doing at the chan hassen i mean that's why they're selling out all the time so get your tickets now Planet advance chan don't forget the concert series especially now during the holidays they have so many great shows i know they have a tribute to sting and so many others but a lot of great christmas shows matter matter of fact my buddy Ben Utec sings in one of those and does a fabulous job with Mick Sterling on that show. Just look it up. Go to ChanhassenDT.com. The concert series is awesome. That's in a different theater, very acoustically perfect. Uh, the main stage is Jersey Boys. you got Stevie Ray's Comedy Cabaret. you got Brindisi's Pub. you got a lot of great things. ChanhassenDT.com. All right, Venita, let's go to some heavy metal if we can. I, I want to talk about Metallica. <laughs>
2: What a hard turn, right? Uh, when I was growing up in Kansas, I was more of a pop queen journey, that kind of sure. thing. Went to college out in Boston, Boston University, met a lot of people who were more heavy metal heads. So mm-hmm. that's what I got into when I was in college. And
0: And MTV had that thing at the time called Headbangers Ball. Yes, exactly. Not that we watched that. No, not at all. Not
2: at all. That was so fun. And so there were so many concerts in the late 80s that were coming to the Worcester Centrum and different places in Boston that we would go to. Metallica, that three hour show I saw there, one of the most incredible things. I had long hair back then. Most of the guys around me who were at the concert had longer hair. <laughs> and they literally were doing the headbanging. Yeah. And it was such a phenomenal experience and yeah. rocking like you would not believe.
0: No, that was a different set of circumstances back in the day, wasn't it? Did and they didn't did they didn't, didn't take a break in three hours, did they? No. Yeah. Of,
2: no, they James went Hatfield straight and, through.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have a guitar at home that they signed. And that's one of the things I'm supposed to clean up in my basement, but, that's, <laughs> um, but yeah, there are they, and they get the place just hopping. I've seen them several times and, uh, I mean, it's, I don't know what it is. There's metal bands, heavy metal bands, and then there's Metallica, oh, you know,
2: it's a cut above everyone else. Um, I've seen Megadeth before. That's one where that was, it was in a smaller venue in mm-hmm. Boston and, that was also an amazing experience to just be a part of it. I think people look at that kind of music and probably have a judgment about it. Uh, but for me, it just builds an emotion in me that I can't explain. I love that hard rock, heavy metal element to music. And it just gets me going. And to me, those are some of the best shows that I've seen are the really harder rock and, and heavy metal music.
0: It's fun. I, I just go in there and it, it's just a kick. And I'm with you. I'll go to pretty much. I can go to James Taylor. Or I can go to Metallica. Yeah. Yep. But I I really like Metallica. And in fact, I can't remember if it's West Virginia or uh, Virginia Tech. Somebody in football before the team comes out. Yeah. They play Enter Sandman. Oh. And you should see that crowd. You know um, uh, Mariano Rivera, who pitched for the Yankees. When he came in, he Enter Sandman was his entrance music, which I thought was just fabulous, and he was terrific. As a bit of a Yankee fan, I thought that was uh, my second favorite team next to the Twins. <laughs> but but the, the football program, and I, I just, I don't know if Virginia Tech or West Virginia, I can't think of it now, but they come out, and if you get a chance to see a video a clip of that.
2: I've seen this. I know what you're talking about, and I can't think of which college it is, but you're right. It's the whole awesome. crowd gets into it. Oh, and- before
0: yeah. the before the guys are on the field. <laughs> just, yeah. you I mean, you, that music does it to you. It and you Megadeth, chance. I think, has a nice Minnesota connection because David Ellefson, is from, um, is, from um, uh, not, is it Fairmont, Minnesota? Jackson, Minnesota. And his dad uh, was a Lutheran minister and actually was in the parishes in my little hometown, believe it or not, where I grew up with 800 people. And he did some of the rural churches around. Uh, but I was, you know, I was a townie, so I didn't go to the rural churches. But anyway, he had a series of three or four of them, I think, out there. And then his son, I looked at one day and I, I looked at the name and I went, holy smokes. He's in a metal band, <laughs> um, but it's a cool story. I think he has a coffee shop down in Jackson, if I'm not mistaken. Does he really? I think, Yes, I think that's, that's what I heard. Oh, too. does he yeah. have
2: the memorabilia yeah. up and? Oh
0: gosh, I would think so. I don't know. I would hope well, so. we'll hop in the car and drive down there. <laughs> yes, we day. should. Let's do <laughs> a it. A cup of coffee because that's. But I know that that Minnesota connection was there. So, yeah. uh, so Megadeth, Metallica, any of the heavy metals.
2: Yeah. You know, I didn't like the bubblegum rock. Like I'm not a poison fan. I don't mind them. The glam rock. I did like rat, which I feel like has more musical value. I loved Aerosmith. Um, in fact, Oh, it's a point of contention with me. I just bought very expensive tickets. They were supposed to be playing last night at the X. And of course Steven Tyler has that issue with his vocal cords. So they're postponing the tour, but they hold on to your money. And so you pay all this money for four tickets and who knows when they're going to reschedule it and and I'm sitting here going you don't you want the refund but then will you get tickets if they reschedule it it's so frustrating nowadays yeah. with the expense of what concerts are you know what i really miss dave are the concert ticket stubs everything's on your phone now i miss the stack of concert ticket stubs that i used to get back in the day in college and i had a little drawer that i put them in and i saw prince out in massachusetts i saw so many great shows and I loved that feeling of just having that little ticket stuff, which you don't do anymore.
0: So in my cleanup mode, I came across a ticket for Big Head Todd and the Monsters oh, yeah. in uh, Pennsylvania, a show, a little club show that I went to years ago. I don't
1: even know the band. Oh, you don't? Oh, well, I, th- he's, yeah,
0: I think, I don't know if he still is, he was married to a girl from Edina. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, but the band, yeah, they, I thought they were awesome. But they're playing a bar, and there weren't many of us there that night uh i was there for basketball i think i don't what. yeah it was a basketball game i was there for but anyway i was hanging out it's a big head tub i just i just found that ticket stuff and so i was talking to a collector the other day or um and he said he thought maybe one of the next big collectibles i mean he didn't know but he speculated it might be tickets from events
2: seriously
0: because you don't get them anymore But they're
2: fading, the ones that I have. They
0: fade, yeah. They're fading. Yeah, but if you can get them signed, I I suppose maybe there's something to that, even for sports. I
1: don't know if you can laminate them and, you know, to preserve
0: the I don't know. Very, and I don't know what that would do to the value. I don't, that's a great question. But, oh, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't know that about that. But I'm
0: with you. The ticket stuff, man, I always hung on to that and put it, in it like it was going to put it in a place that stayed flat. And exactly. I could always have it. And I've, yeah, I've saved a lot. Now, where they are, I don't know. <laughs> uh, this one came up, you know, was in a bathroom drawer for Pete's sake. I don't know how that happened, but it was well preserved. But you're right. If they get the sunlight, uh, they fade.
2: Uh, one of the most just memorable for me concerts when I was in college was the Scorpions. They are my ultimate band and I love their music. And it was a friend who had introduced me to their music. And the concert at the Worcester Centrum was incredible. I loved it and listened to Scorpions music since then, since the late 80s. So much so that my friend and I, a college friend, we reunited, went to Vegas when the Scorpions did a, a, a show there. And that was so much fun these smaller venues now that you see some of these bands who are coming around again and doing the farewell tours yeah. and yeah. all that, mm-hmm. the, farewell, the farewell tour yeah, right, yeah. number five or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's right.
0: <laughs> it, had, I think she holds the record on that.
2: She totally does. But just to see the Scorpions again, they're getting older, but they can still rock.
0: You know, a band that you made me think of too, the Doobie brothers, they sound, I cannot get over how good they sound. In fact, I think they're, the Eagles not uh, Steely Dan is not somebody. Got, I think Walt, somebody got sick, right, or uh, some, somebody passed away. Like, I think no, the, no, but uh, now currently I think somebody's oh, yeah, not yeah, feeling yeah, yeah, well yeah, yeah, or yeah, something, yeah. and so I think they've had to find a different opening band. Steve
1: Miller Band opened up for uh, several shows, and then yeah. uh, I think now it's the Doobie
0: Brothers. The Doobie Brothers just opened for them, and so they've got to get filling. So I don't know when they come to the Twin Cities here next week, next weekend they're here. I don't know who's opening for them this week. Seventeenth. When is that? Yeah.
2: That's this weekend. Yeah. Time's flying. <laughs> <On> Dave. Friday. <laughs> it is flying. Uh,
0: uh, Dave.
1: Next week it's Thanksgiving. I know. When? How did that happen?
0: <laughs> I'm thankful for you, David. here. I wouldn't <laughs> know too, that. You know. Me too, Dave. Me too. We are talking with Vanita Sakhare, and she is going to come back with us here on my first concert today. Dave Lee here. Our thanks to Aquarius Home Services for putting us in the AquariusHomeServices dot studios. We're in the holiday season. Uh, even if I don't know what date it is. And Aquarius Home Services is your ultimate partner for just simplifying the holiday uh, lighting needs. So like me, if you're tired of braving the freezing cold to unplug your lights, Aquarius has a solution. I had them install a smart timer. Now I can stay inside the comfort of my home while effortlessly turning off my holiday lights. How about that? Plus with their exclusive offer, of $90 off any electrical repair, you can say goodbye to the outdoor electrical headaches. Their highly skilled team is prepared to install indoor or outdoor outlets rather right now, and uh, seamless switches and hassle-free lighting timers and smart Wi-Fi controls, much like the ones I benefited from. So all precisely crafted to elevate your holiday experience. I'd let Aquarius Home Services brighten up your holidays and enjoy a season filled with joy, not electrical frustration. Who hasn't been there? Aquarius really does believe in earning the right to be recommended and uh, again long time customer I know how good they are and I do know they're just a click away at AquariusHomeServices.com in fact I called them because I have a little electrical need that popped up that uh, they are going to be out tomorrow taking a look at it and it's something that I've had for years That I've just had them I want them to revisit it and look at it. So they'll be out there and kind of excited about that. Also, I'm coming out next week for Furnace Tuna. So practice what you preach. All right, there you go. homeservices.com. I'd go to their website. All right, I want to uh, talk to Vanita a little bit about uh, a number of, of things here. And uh, she is a music fan. In fact, you go to, man, you go to a ton of concerts, don't you?
2: I do. I try to, my philosophy, and some people laugh about it, is buy the ticket, go to the event, uh, see the friend, take the trip, no regrets. And Mm -hmm. that's always been my philosophy. But I'll tell you what, Dave, ever since the COVID lockdowns, and for someone like me who's a really big extrovert, those lockdowns were just stifling. Like it was really hard those years for all of us. But for, I I was always very envious of introverts who didn't mind being at home and not having plans. But for someone like me, it was really hard. So now that we're back out in the world, to me, even to this day, to go to a concert, to see everyone's phone lit up and everyone, you know, Singing along to a band, whatever it is, still gives me chills. And I will forever appreciate it, knowing that it was taken away from us for a while. And those were very hard years knowing that not seeing the live music, you didn't know when it was all going to end. And so now I just appreciate it that much more. And the opportunity to see a band live is something I just really treasure.
0: And the musicians, you kind of start realizing, wait a minute, they're they're, they're not making money at all. during So hard.
2: Yeah, that and and they they make their living off of this playing those live yeah, venues. Yeah, especially the
0: live shows. Yeah,
2: so important. So uh, and then I think theater too, live theater, all of that to this day. I'm I just I think forever I'm gonna forever appreciate seeing these live elements that were that we didn't get a chance to see for so long.
0: Did you ever do a first date at a concert? Ooh, <laughs> never. Never at
2: a concert. No, I would want to. I think a first date, and those were a long time ago because I've been <laughs> with my husband since we were in our early 20s. Yeah. Well, I'm not so. asking you to reveal anything
0: that's going to cause <laughs> but, headaches there, but no, no, no. But, but I mean, we've had a lot of stories about uh, first dates. And who was yeah. it, Jason, that, that went Jason, on that date? And he JP, wore, yeah. he JP wore his, his uh, uncle Ricky's outfit that Ricky wore when he played with Prince. And he wore it to the, was it the high school prom? It was Paul. Yeah, Yeah, it was at the prom. Paul, Paul, Paul. Oh, wow. And then uh,
1: (laughs) Matt Steichen, the co-author for- Bob Dylan in Minnesota. Yeah, he he took his date to a Bob Dylan concert.
0: (laughs) Didn't he meet her at the Bob Dylan concert? Yeah, they met at the Bob Dylan concert. I
2: wouldn't do a concert for a first date. Yeah. Because then you're just turned side by side looking at- something.
0: Yeah. Not a lot of conversation.
2: Yeah. I would want to talk to someone on a first date. Yeah. Yeah. No, not a concert. Maybe a second or third.
0: Who's the best show you've ever seen? I mean, as far as putting on a performance and, you know, I I always talk about ACDC. I enjoyed them so much because they had uh, when videos were new, they had the big video screens, but it had nothing to do with what was going on
1: stage. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, it was
0: entertaining. Or they'd have like on the Rock and Roll Train tour, they had the big train start and moved on the tracks and stopped right, and then the stage went. On. I mean, they were they were entertainers, and I'm sure they what's left of the band they still are. But um,
2: ACDC for sure. I saw them back in the day in the '80s, and uh, more recently, gosh, within ten years ago at the X. They mm. yes, they they put on a show like no other. You're standing up, you're totally rocking. I you know, and for me the Scorpions have always been good. Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, you know, as controversial as he is and whatever, his performance is incredible. The other show that I just I will never forget and you have to have really good seats were the Stones. Um Rolling Stones. I saw them at Shea Stadium. And all over the East Coast and and, yeah, because we would travel to New York uh, for concerts, but the Stones and to see Mick Jagger up close, there's nothing like it. Now, I've been in the way rafters last row, too, and they're still good, but it's interesting how a show can be totally different if you're in the first few rows as opposed to, you know, way back and you get a different feel for the concert, not just what you see, but experience experience wise the music how you feel it more the closer you are but rolling stones were incredible
0: oh yeah and every opening lick is a is a standard now you know
2: oh, yes yes
0: and Mick surprise he's got the energy remember he there was a so tom hanks whoever produced those uh specials on the 50s the 60s the 70s and they asked the rolling stones did audio or video of Mick saying, how long do you Somebody asks, how long do you think we'll be together? He says, oh, we'd like to make five or ten years, something like that. (laughs) And here they are.
2: You know what's interesting, too, is you look back on some of the shows we saw, 70s and 80s compared to now. I think, you know, as much as concert tickets are more expensive, things like that, the production value, the whole show, I saw Beyonce. Uh, with my co-worker, Steve Simpson. Of course, you know him. Yeah,
0: your concert. Uh, He's my concert, concert guy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. when
2: Jason, my husband, doesn't want to go, Steve's there Steve, for yeah, sure. Yeah, Steve's at everything. <laughs> but we saw Beyonce, and the just the production value of her right. show is phenomenal. And her music was incredible, and her voice is great. But the production value. I think concert audiences now have an expectation. They want to see not just a person up on stage singing, They want production value. They want a big show.
0: Well, back to what you talked about paying, the tickets are not cheap. I mean, I just, I don't know when that happened, but that, it's pretty spendy. Uh,
2: And I just, it just uh, came to me. You two at, when it was TCF Bank Stadium, Mm-hmm. Did you go to that I show? I did.
0: I was there. Rain that night, yeah. That yeah. It, there was
2: rain, and that was so we were a little bit higher up, mm-hmm. but they had the aquatennial fireworks going on. I
0: remember looking off to my left and watching. Did that, you see that? And along lightning, with lightning and lightning, yeah. And
2: then you hear Bono saying "Jesus" in the in the <laughs> lyrics of his song, and you're seeing lightning and fireworks. It was just a magical moment it right was. there. Yeah. And I didn't care if I was soaking wet. It was pouring, but I'm like, I'm seeing you too, and there's fireworks and lightning, yeah. and I mean, it was, mad. and the fact that they stayed on stage even with the lightning—probably not the safest thing—but they were out there jamming, and they like they did not let the rain lose their just their whole production was still amazing.
0: It enhanced it. It did. Yeah. Strangely enough, but yeah, when I saw the lightning off to my left, I went, "Yeah, I don't know." <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know if they'll keep playing, but they did. They did. They kept they did. going. It was pretty impressive. It
2: was very impressive. That was one I think I was just so. And that one we waited a mm-hmm. while for because they had rescheduled that
0: show. Well, yeah, he got hurt yep. riding a bike, didn't he? Yes. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, like really hurt. Yes. Really? He was, yeah, seriously. And hurt. so
2: we had waited for that show for a while. And that was just such a, just to be able to see them live like that. And now they've got that thing going in Vegas. I am dying the to go to this thing. The sphere, yeah, ha- is that something that interests you at oh, all? Oh gosh,
0: Marty. yeah, we've been chatting about how we could pull that off. Can we? Kind I of like- know it,
1: but it. I, I saw some video clips, and it looks amazing.
2: Well, I, I want to get a CCL listener trip together. That's what I want to do. <laughs> Let's get all the listeners <laughs> yes. to come. That's a lot of tickets. <laughs> I, I,
0: yeah, I don't know. I, I I haven't looked into it, but I, I will. I would uh, plan on going. I haven't been to Vegas since I was in college.
2: I what uh, yeah
0: just what's that 10 15 wow. years ago yeah. I
2: don't love it I I like the shows that's why I yeah. I go I don't gamble really uh but I love seeing Cirque du Soleil and and just all the different shows that are there and yeah. this would be one of them for sure
0: how many shows have you gone to with your kids and did did you introduce them to rock and roll that we've had a lot of stories where parents like Chris Schaefer over at channel four his uh, first concert was with his dad and he went uh, uh to see the same band that he took his daughters to, and that was Kiss.
2: Oh, I love Chris Schaefer, by the way. He puts in these seventies and eighties music references yeah. too during his forecasts. He's great about that. <laughs> I know he loves music. Uh, with our kids. So yeah. it's very interesting that you ask that because uh I used to drive them around in my minivan when I was a morning anchor at KSTP. I had afternoons off, you know, evenings. And so I'd be driving them around. The only thing I would play, and I don't care what they wanted to listen to, they were listening to seventies or eighties music. That's just the way it was going to be. Now, over the course of time, my daughter who's younger, she's 20 now, she would eventually put her own headphones on and listen to her own music. And she said, but our son who's 23 loved Loved the 70s and 80s music. And just this past weekend, uh, we took him to Little River Band at no the kidding. Medina oh, Entertainment wow. Center. Too? Were you there yes. too? Wasn't it a good show? Well,
1: I actually liked the, the
2: 70s Magic Sunshine yes, Band. Way I know the drummer.
1: Little uh, River Band.
2: Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you said that because <laughs> I know the drummer. Kevin Lenhart is a um, salesperson, oh, uh, sales executive okay. at, at CCO. So, okay. uh, the drummer uh, for who? For 70s Magic Sunshine Band. Yeah. Oh,
1: oh. they opened or something? Yeah, they, they, they did open. Oh, and okay. they were, in my opinion, okay, they were more fun than Little River Band. Little River Band is, I mean, they were originally Australians. Right. And, oh. I mean, there's, yeah, there's were, no yeah, original so, member anymore oh, in oh, that band. That. Oh, yeah, they're an Australian they, band. I did yeah. not know that they and were actually Australians. <laughs> I, I was talking to... Uh, well, then how did they keep their...
2: Name they it. they
1: can they legally can because they I mean the members changed over the years okay. and so they that the last longtime member of that band was able to to uh, legally still use the name okay and so yeah
2: I thought it was a really good show and our son was very excited yeah. he is an old soul we took him to Paul McCartney at Target Field mm-hmm. he loves the Beatles he loves um my husband is really into like even older music than that. And um he he just loves the classic music and he has a turntable. We got him one for Christmas. Yeah. And he has 70s and 80s music wow. on albums that he plays. Yeah. So he has an appreciation for it. Um that's what's really fun. So when a when a concert comes up like an Aerosmith, I bought tickets because I knew he would love
0: it. The only thing is, as a parent of a goaltender, which I am or was, and and he and you were, I were, um, yes, I was. They think a little different. they Goalt- Goaltenders are different. They gotta be. <laughs> you know, They're first weird. of all, to put your parents through the being a goaltender parent, because everybody else can screw up, but it's going to be the goalie's fault if that puck goes in, right? It's yeah. so true. It's a, that's why I used <laughs> yeah. to cower in the corner. Okay, I used to stand the at the end of this rink by myself.
2: Okay, so how did you? You and Julian, between Jason and me, we're just, we're bad parents. How did we let our kid become a goaltender? You know, our kids, this is, you yeah. can't, you got to steer them away from that.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but the funny part is my son now, who's a, who's become a hockey parent, a very young, uh, young grandson, he will not let him be a goaltender. Of
2: course. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so said, so you didn't listen to your old man, but now, well, anyway.
1: Did I ever tell
0: you I was a goaltender too? Well, in soccer. Yeah. Yes, that uh, I knew. Yeah, Davide was a great soccer player. Wow. Yeah, back yeah. in Switzerland. Back in the days. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Beautiful Basel, Switzerland. Yeah. I
2: would love to go there someday. Our daughter is studying abroad in Rome right now, and she goes for the weekend to Prague and all these different places. Isn't that and, fun? Yeah, I just love hearing that she's doing all of that. It's so fun. Yeah. Someday.
0: Yeah. Well, Basel, it's it's uh I got insight from Davide yeah. when I went over there. So that was, <laughs> it's really a pretty, pretty uh, area. Hey, uh, Vanita Sakar's with us. We're talking music on my first concert. You can download this on Apple, Spotify. You can subscribe to it or go to talknorth.com. I got a ton of really good uh, podcasts there, including your friend Don, who has one.
2: It was so nice. I was just on hers, Don of Sports, with uh, Jim Suhan as well, talking sports with Don, which was a blast. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
0: she's terrific and been here a long time you know, she
2: has, she's really carved
0: out a nice career.
2: She really has. She's, she's so respected in this town for her coverage of sports and it was fun talking with her.
0: Yeah. So (laughs) tune that in and go to talknorth.com. You can find that. Uh, something else I want you to tune in is the thought of propane because clean, affordable, reliable energy We set up by the fireplace last night. It's been so warm this week and turned on the propane and had a great fire. There, there are things that people want for their homes and businesses and Clean, affordable, reliable energy is definitely one of them. And you have to have that, right? So the one source of energy in Minnesota that can offer all these benefits is propane. It's clean. Propane produces 43% fewer emissions. It's 43% fewer emissions than the equivalent amount of electricity generated from our U.S. grid. And it's affordable because according to the U.S. Department of Energy, Propane costs approximately 30% less in electricity in the U.S. Now think about that for a while, those savings. That's, that can be higher in our state of Minnesota, by the way. Reliable, it's energy stored on site. It's independent of the grid, which is nice. And propane can power your home or business anytime you want it. And the energy is awesome, too, because propane is a direct energy source at your home or business. Electricity, by the way, is produced somewhere away from your home. So by the time that electricity gets to your home, of the energy used to produce it is gone. It's lost. That's why propane is approximately three times more efficient than electricity. Probably didn't know that. A lot of things you may not know that are fascinating at propane.com. So our thanks to the Minnesota propane association for making us aware of all these things. And for information, uh, just know that propane is the right energy right now. And you can find out what propane can do for you and the environment too. go to propane.com. All right, Vanita, uh, where else are we gonna go on this uh, musical <laughs> journey now? I wanna I wanna know what I'm missing.
2: Uh Led Zeppelin back in the day. I used to listen to a lot of Led Zeppelin. And Did was, you see them? No. Uh-huh. And I that's those are that's one concert I wish I would have oh, yeah. uh, been able to see. And I think about Queen too. That would have been back in the day. But there was one weekend, and we were so hopeful. And when we were in Boston, Robert Plant was playing on a Friday night. Jimmy Page was playing on a Saturday. No kidding. And we had we were so hopeful that there was some chance that one of them would show up at the other one's concert. And they didn't. Uh-huh. And it was one of those where you just think, Wouldn't this oh, be yeah. cool if this happened? And it didn't. But uh, it was just great kind speculation, of fun. though. If great speculation. That would have been an amazing show to see back in the day. Led Zeppelin would have been fantastic.
0: Yeah, I couldn't even imagine. Uh, with Led Zeppelin, never saw him, but it would be, you know, the immigrant song is still one of my all time favorites and stairway to heaven. And I grew up in a little town called Hatton, so we always called it stairway to hat.
2: Of course you did. (laughs) But then
0: Robert Plant, I love his solo stuff. I have a lot of it.
2: I did too. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I like having the time now, Dave, now that the kids are grown, I'm not a hockey parent anymore. Um, I can look at calendars and go, wow, I can go to that show. I can go to this show and uh, take the time to do that. Because when you're raising kids, it's hard to pick and choose. So there was a time when the kids were doing all their activities. We didn't go to many concerts. So now that's why it's so much fun to go to so many of these shows.
0: There was a time when Jimmy Page played in in Mentor, Minnesota. You're at, kidding at me. The, I think it was called the Maple Lake Pavilion. And wow. went back when he's just... Over here touring right away and nobody really knew who he was. I don't know if he was with the Yardbirds. I gotta ask my uh buddy Billy, who for years Billy was uh a guitar player and, and singer with um Oh god the the St. Cloud band again. Like, the fabulous fabulous armadillos. Oh, oh, yes, oh and Billy was with Johnny home for years and years. Anyway, he was telling me about that. And I said, You gotta be kidding me, but he's a music savant, he knows all that stuff, and so uh he said uh yeah, Jimmy Page came through Mentor Minnesota at a time when people really didn't know who Jimmy Page was. He wasn't with Led Zeppelin, I don't believe, at the time. So that's okay. how long yeah. ago it was. That is a
1: birds probably because that was the band before Yeah.
2: He he formed in Led Zeppelin. So
0: Yeah. It, wouldn't that have been something? Little Metro, Minnesota?
2: That'd be pretty incredible. I'm sure someone's got some great stories. Some yeah. people got to see that. I love some of these local bands and kind of learning about the local bands. You we talked about the 70s magic sunshine band. Another one that I really like locally is the good, the bad, and the funky. I don't know if you've yeah. s- have you seen mm-hmm. them. They are fantastic to see. they um, and the fabulous armadillos as well. I enjoy them a lot. Mm-hmm. Another one that we, it's appointment, like every year. Bill Shearer,
0: by the way. I just want to make sure I say Billy's last name. So.
2: Uh, oh, yes, yes. Okay. Um, uh, the uh, the other one that we always go to is Hairball. Have you?
0: Oh, gosh. I saw them back when they were the, the young Hairball, and yeah. they are just kind of getting <laughs> old. You there.
2: have to go see them now. They put on this fantastic show out at uh, Bayfront Festival Park yeah. in Duluth. Every Fourth of and they July, they change
0: costumes. Is that right? They do.
2: And again, it's a lot of my. Um, so my son will go to this every year with his teammates, and now it's a reunion for them. But sure. it the young people know all the songs, that's what because they all listen to these songs growing up in in listening in their mom or dad's mm-hmm. minivan, uh, and so you think of kids in their twenties, they love this music. Uh-huh. And that's what they know. There was I got a, one funny story. So my friends and I wanted to go see this um, kind of band that was doing something for ABBA. And we thought it was an ABBA tribute band. And it was the Varsity Theater right by the U. And so my friends and I, they're all my age. We dressed up in kind of ABBA outfits, (laughs) thinking it would be a lot of people our age. Well, we were the oldest people there. It was all college kids going to see and kind of dance to this ABBA music. And... (laughs) They were so nice because we were obviously the oldest people there. Sure. And uh, at one point, one of my friends forgot her ID and they were checking IDs and they were not going to let her in. And she she's older. Yeah. And uh, one kid said, let my mom in. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, but uh-huh. we had so much fun dancing along with these college kids and, and reliving the whole ABBA music deal. I, I really just get a kick out of the fact that young people, like my son, do appreciate the music and have fun with it.
0: Stockholm has the ABBA Museum. How is it? Well, if you like ABBA, you're going to go nuts. But you can get up on stage and sing with the band, the original band. Uh, They had some kind of hologram thing. Oh, really? Yeah. So my wife got up there and she went up and sang. (laughs) Did she really? Next to the two uh, female singers. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Yeah, but the ABBA Museum's there.
2: Are you a singer?
0: No, I'm, you know, I wouldn't classify me as just.
2: With that voice? Yes, sir.
0: No, just that's all I am. (laughs) Nothing to me. Not much here.
2: That is the one regret. I feel like I have the personality to Mm -hmm. be a lead singer and the love of music, but absolutely zero ability to sing. If there's one thing I would love to do someday is to be able to sing in a lead singer kind of format up on stage. I think that would be such a kick. I've been thinking about. So I again, it's all about my. Midlife crisis here. I do everything. But one of the things I'd love to do is learn to be a lead singer. So go to like a school of rock, right? And learn. Well,
0: Jora Bart. You could go to Joe Bart's school. I've talked of rock. to her about it. Yeah. I've talked
2: to her about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it would be really fun. I think, uh, and my husband actually has a, a band going yeah, well, right now. Well, and so will he let you? He <laughs> actually, it? well, his buddies, it's a bunch of hockey dads. They're like, come on, sing. And I'm like, I can't sing. Yeah, they've
0: all been running to the boards more <laughs> than once, so I wouldn't worry about any of them. <laughs>
2: Uh, they actually sound pretty good. Yeah, I bet they so, do. Yeah, uh, maybe someday. Well, yeah.
0: well, you got it. You know, you've got an amazing Davide is a great. He's Could nice enough them? to lower his standards to come here and I, do this I podcast can... with me. He he's doing. That's what he does for a living. He makes his music.
2: Uh, Could you make me sound good?
1: I can make anyone
2: sound good.
0: <laughs> I, okay, well now <laughs> these days now I'd like to try it. Every, if you think everything really thinking...
1: is like yeah.
0: I've told Jarl Steele before. I said I, I, I would. I said you know I, I just i'm just a huge fan of hers like so many others are i mean i said if i could if i could sing d- that dream vo- uh, duet would be up there with you she is uh, and but can you imagine she says and of course as only Geraldine can do let's do it i said no way <laughs> i mean you first of all you're bad secondly can you imagine how bad you were if you're singing next to her i mean oh. she is so good carol king once said that uh um uh, What's the song that I'm trying to think of, Cooking? Uh, that Aretha sang so well? You make me feel like a natural woman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When Geraldine sang it, Carol King came up to her, my sources tell me, who was right there, and said, That's how I meant it to be sung. Seriously? How about that oh, for a compliment?
1: Well, I, I can tell you a little bit of story about Aretha Franklin and um, uh, tuning, because. We have like tuning, we use tuning to, to tune like an auto tune thing, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe so, I could sing. And uh, <laughs> you know, when when Cher Sh- brought the auto tune like in music, production... yes, I remember that. Uh, there's in a documentary X-Times, on streams, right? So, and since then, uh, people and, and producers have been using it to, to kind of help a little bit, uh, even like for our artists or our clients we work with, you know, uh, if you need a little help, I'm rather interested on the performance that I believe it. If there was a note that I need to fix, I can fix it, right? So, but you won't notice if if you do it tactfully and it's not Mm -hmm. like share that you really uh, notice that. Anyway, Aretha Franklin, before she passed away, she released an album and... I was shocked to hear that they tuned her on that last album because really she did not need any tuning. But because music production has been so possessed
2: with that.
0: And you would know as an engineer, I'm sure you got the insight into that stuff. So, there's so, Vanita could make it.
1: Vanita can.
2: You could make Trust me, me Dave. Good. I
1: I am not gonna say this, but I could. I could make a chicken oh. sing.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. on that note, on that there you go.
1: Yeah. I might have to, kind of, edit that out. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> well, that's the magic of editing, right there, Davide. Exactly. Kind of hard to follow up on that one. <laughs> Well, that'd be fun, because at home, I think I sound like Jim Morrison. Saying, you used, light my fire, so
2: you used to sing on the radio. I mean, you, you were well, yeah, a singer. That was for
0: bits. That was when we were doing a lot of bits back in the day. Anyway, uh, this is about you and not me. So, Venita, we're going to come back. What I want you to think about is if you're organizing, a, uh, uh, you get to have three bands, three performers, live or, or not, at your concert, uh, who would they be? So think about that for a second. And I know the amount of people and bands you've seen. And your husband's excluded. Okay. You can't use him, so I'm just telling him right now. Uh, Jason, You, she'd pick you, but I'm not letting her. Okay? <laughs> so That ought to work, shouldn't it? Uh, but think about that for a minute. We'll be back in a second. And our thanks to Star Bank. That's our uh, bank here at Talk North, by the way, TalkNorth.com. So I would uh, head on over there and just... Uh, do a little business with them. I don't know exactly what you might be looking for. Maybe it's loan right now. A lot of things going on in the financial world that uh, you might need uh, help on or assist on. And man, they're so good. They're a Minnesota Bank, run by the same family that started it years ago. Started in rural Minnesota, yeah, kind of in the ag world, agriculture. So that's where they got their uh, uh, start. And they have some uh, great locations, including here in the metro now. And they'll do loans of really any kind. It could be a mortgage. Could be. Gosh, I don't know, uh, something for equipment. It could be an RV, or something for uh, recreation, whatever it is, a uh, home equity loan. I'd find out about it because they handle it all. The thing I like about them is the red tape is really limited. Uh, they don't really have a lot of that, and they get right to it. And it's that hometown feel. They've kept it all these years, and you'll know that when you call them and they actually answer the phone with a live person. And sometimes they'll answer and say, you know, Star Bank, and you go, Huh? You're waiting for them to say one, press two, press three. They're there. We walk in, they get to know you. They love to see you. Uh, Family owned, as I mentioned, Minnesota-based. So find out what they're doing that makes them so successful all these years. Uh, just call your local star bank branch today stop it at your convenience i know so many of us like to do it on our app on the phone uh, you can do all that too that's they're, they're obviously built for that they're good at everything they do loans are subject to a loan application and approval but starbank.net is the website member of fdic and equal housing lender all right vanita i know it's not enough time but you're setting up a concert and you have three bands that you want to perform, who would they be?
2: I've mentioned some of them already, but for me, it would be the the bands I missed out on. Um, Certainly, there are ones that I love and I've mentioned already on your podcast here. But for me, it would be the, and maybe this is cliche, but the Beatles. I would have loved to have seen what made them so spectacular. You see the videos, you hear their music but how the crowds went nuts for them. It would have been, and I know that's hard to mimic now, but Mm -hmm. it would be so fun uh, to see them not at the ages they, you know, are now or would have been, but more kind of back in the day of what that, what that star power was like. And then I mentioned Led Zeppelin that, Oh my gosh, to see all of them together again would be phenomenal Uh, Just to experience that. And then Queen, I I just think Freddie Mercury, especially that's fresh in my mind now, having seen Queen, um, the new version of it to see them. I mean, when you think of that live concert, he did that live aid, Mm -hmm. um, how that crowd was with him every step of the way and um, just knowing his star power. Uh, how incredible it would be to see 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 him. So those would be the three
0: ones right there. Davide, when you were growing up in Switzerland, did, did you ever have a chance to see Queen? Did they come through mm, there?
1: No, i never seen them. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got interested in Queen, it was like late 80s, and then Freddie yeah. got ill, and then he passed away. You know, so I, I never had a chance to go, you know, oh, I want to go see Queen. I, I think it's one of my, that I would have loved to go see.
2: I've always impressed when people have seen bands like that. And I know you didn't ask for a fourth, but Jimi Hendrix Live would have been pretty incredible too, to be able to see him.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember interviewing his girlfriend. She'd written a book about him years ago. Oh. Uh, and uh, I don't know. He just seemed like such a good guy. Yeah. Uh, it it would have been fun to see him, and I think it was well, my our buddy Jim Brunzel and Billy Peterson. Oh yeah, they both saw Jimi Hendrix here in town. Yeah, and I think what they say, uh, I think Jimmy Brunzel, of course, the famous wrestler and just a super guy, good friend. Jimmy saw said I think it was about a forty five minute set, and they burned. Uh, I think they burned the guitar at the end. Uh, fire, you know, put a fire on it.
2: I just saw Jimmy's wife at the North Oaks uh, sale. Oh, she Jimmy Brunzel. Yes, yes, his wife mm-hmm. uh, helps run oh, that. Oh,
0: God, they do a fabulous job raising yeah. money up there. That, I can't believe the amount of dough that they've raised for Children's Hospital. It's pretty impressive. It's I huge. See. It's
2: huge.
0: Vanita, yeah. thanks for coming in.
2: Thank you for having me. This was a lot of fun. Yes, yeah, good to see you. I now appreciate I want to go that. buy some concert tickets. Yeah, you, go. <laughs> you got <laughs> me all pumped up. Let's
0: go. I think, I think uh, the Eagles still have some tickets for this weekend. And- Right. And I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think we're going. So <laughs> and, I would have and, totally uh, I think about
1: it. Hairball, December 9th. Oh, that's right. They're coming, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah. yeah.
2: Actually might be good. Hairball? Hairball. Yeah. To where? Highly that's I think Medina. it's Medina. Yeah, oh, I think I saw wow. that you Are you going to be there
1: are you going there? I don't there? know
2: yet. I okay. don't know yet. Yeah. They're a good show worth it.
0: (laughs) Well, it's great having you here. Vanita Sakar has been our guest. You can hear her on WCCO Radio in the mornings. And Lottie Sarr on Channel 5 for many years as well. And Davide, I will see you again next week. Good neighbor. Thank
1: you. We'll see you then.
0: And our thanks to StarBank.net yeah. for bringing the show to you today by the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, again, out on the main stage. If you like music, the story of the Jersey Boys is the four-season story. It's a great performance by our good friends at You Care. Busy time of year for them. AquariusHomeServices.com. Stop by and talk to Jeff about that lighting I mentioned. And also the Minnesota Propane Association. We'll see you again next week on My First Concert.